what we're not talking about. This is a friendly reminder that this show features heavy, hard, and sometimes bone-chilling conversations that are not meant for younger ears. In addition, swearing is present, and although attempted to be reduced to a minimum, it won't be edited in order to keep the integrity of the conversation. Thank you for listening. From an early age, I was what you would call on default mode. This meant that I allowed life to happen to me, instead of for me. I did what I was told, more or less. Didn't have boundaries or expectations on how I wanted to be treated by friends, family, or myself. And I moved through the day-to-day like I was taught to. Get good grades, go to university, get a job, and have a family. I find it funny that in this tried-and-true white picket fence story, There isn't much talk about managing emotions and focusing on being happy or content, or even being a semi-decent human being. It's almost like we've got this whole life thing wrong. Actually, I'll make that a statement. We do have this whole life thing wrong. For the people in the back still a little confused, what I'm trying to highlight here is that I chose not to choose. I chose a life that was taught to me not a life that I, Amy Damone, wanted. It would be easy for me to blame my parents, and if you listen to much of what I say, I do this a lot. But I also recognize that our parents had parents, and our grandparents had parents too. That means that this cycle passed down from generation to generation, the cycle of not choosing, is a family legacy of mine. And I imagine it's very similar for most people listening to this podcast. This cycle of not choosing is what I believe to be the travesty that is destroying the fabric of the world today. Or in other, again, simpler terms, I think it's time we start to go inside ourselves and start to live our lives from what we want instead of what is expected of us. As the quote says, expectations breed resentment. Look, no one, and I mean absolutely no one, except maybe yourself, is expecting you to wake up and overnight become exactly who you want to be. If it was this easy, we'd all be doing it. I've been on the choosing path since 21, and I would argue that I'm not even close to where I want to be but I am millions of moments closer to who I want to be than I would have been had I not decided to start choosing my life back on that fateful day of March 16th, 2011. So how do we start in this journey? What skills and characteristics do we need to learn and build to be able to do this? How do we start this seemingly unknown and potentially difficult adventure that many others only hope to embark on. Two words, self-awareness. Self-awareness is the ability to focus your, well, focus (laughs) on the most important human being on this planet, yourself. Self-awareness allows you to see how your actions, thoughts, and emotions do or do not align with your personal standards of who you want to be. Yes, this just so happens to be what going to therapy allows you to cultivate, Now, are you seeing the positives of the practice for all my non-believers out there? 
I digress. Outside of therapy, there are ways that take only time, and sometimes lots of it, innate desire to live your best life. And your best life starts with your mental health. Here are the first three steps. Step one, choose. I can't say this enough, and most of you aren't ready to hear it. It's hard to think we're standing in our own way. But isn't there something oddly liberating that the one thing that has been preventing you from being who you want to be is yourself? See, this is the only real thing that you have any control over. A lot of us think or hope that we can control other people. We can make them be nicer to us, prevent them from angering us, or attempt to people please so well that there is no way that they could think poorly of us. Spoiler alert, this is not the case. Now, I do recognize, as I too was once in your shoes, that you might be scared that since it's all up to you, you have to do it alone. Again, this is very rarely the case. What is really going on here is that you're most likely having a hard time asking for help. For me, I grew up as an only child and was forced to take care of my own mental and emotional health. My parents had their own stuff going on. And I learned that doing it alone ended up with much better results than if I included others. When it comes to your mental health, this is not the case. Do not believe the lies you're telling yourself. More about why you lie to yourself to keep yourself safe in a later episode. This thought process has been a huge hindrance to my development and something that I only really broke through about six months ago. The reality is there's a whole team of cheerleaders and coaches just waiting to help you become the version of yourself that you're excited to wake up to each and every morning. From friends to family members, therapists, crisis line workers, teachers and social media influencers, to musicians, YouTube superstars, paramedics, delivery drivers, and random strangers on the street, you do not have to do this alone. Step two, journaling. Our thoughts are racing miles a minute. We need to stop, tune in, and hear what we're trying to communicate to ourselves. A lot of the time, we're on autopilot. Have I said that enough yet? And we don't realize we're ignoring some major needs that our mind, body, and or spirit crave, like doing some exercise every once in a while, or learning that we're actually really much more upset about that breakup than we've been kidding ourselves. I get that a lot of people find journaling silly or not for me, but I'm asking you again to try it. And remember that if something that could potentially make you feel better seems silly, you may need to take a closer look at it. If you're in need of some free journal prompts, go to theempathyfront.com forward slash prompts or click the link in the show notes below. Step three, start talking. Take this how you will, but for me, it went from talking to people about all my issues and I mean random people, not to mention accidentally and quite terribly trauma bonding with a few ex-boyfriends that only made my healing a heck of a lot more complicated. This is not something I recommend, but I do recommend talking to some friends. 
or a family member or a stranger that you trust or gasp, a therapist or counselor. In order to start moving forward, you're going to have to put your life into perspective. Talking it out will help you do that. Here's a helpful hint. When you enlist the help of someone that isn't experienced in this, set boundaries. Maybe you just want them to listen and not react, or maybe you want them to offer advice, even if it's really hard to hear. Or maybe you want them to simply agree with you. Whatever it is, tell them this. It will make everything much easier. Another disclaimer. I think it's important to note that depending on what you're dealing with, what trauma is being stored in the body, on top of roughly one million more things such as family, relationship, and physical health history, this could take anywhere from one day to years. For me, I've been learning self-awareness for roughly nine years and actively practicing what I preach through this podcast and the Empathy Front for five. Now, maybe not every day, but an amount that I'm happy with. I don't share this fact to scare you, but to give you a realistic expectation for yourself. We are unlearning years and years of poor behavior, negative thinking, and self-destructive beliefs. This could take a while. Sit back, buckle up, and take the leap of faith and know that you are a badass and you will catch yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of What We're Not Talking About. It would mean the world to me if you subscribed and shared this episode with anyone you think needs to hear it. As valued listeners, I also wanted to remind you that if you're ever looking for a specific topic to be covered, please get in touch with me on Instagram. My username is amy.demone, or you can simply click the link in this podcast description. I can't wait to hear from you. Oh,